0: better go back the way you came wrong way if you stay prepare to have your shit rearrange the way i say you better get on away from here you gonna see it's gonna be some slow singing and flower bringing. Mm-hmm. If my burglar alarm starts, you don't wanna fall in love with me. Mm hmm. Uh-uh. See, you don't wanna fall out la Oh, oh. Yeah, you know I hit it. With, I had to hit it a little early because I was like, Go "All right, we got to wrap." It up. I
1: Praise thought she was Lord. gonna come in with a bar, though. No, no, no. You was holding it, down. P O oh, P so much. Hey, get P O P, hold it down. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord, niggas, so welcome back. Praise the Lord,
0: niggas.
1: Yes. This week's episode of Getting Wrong. How's everybody doing? We're talking about the ghettos of adulting. Wow, what a time to be alive! From this crazy. Crazy world that we're all we're all negotiating together. But yeah how are you? Six? Versus
0: me and mine. I'm good. I um, you know, I'm tired, but it's been a productive week thus far, and a productive last week. Made a guest appearance on See the Thing Is. Oh, very and nice. And so, sorry, very I was nice. talking like Tammy Roman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. Uh, on See the Thing Is, so that should be coming out soon. That was a good time with Mandy and Bridget. Uh, hung a little bit with Erica from Good Mom's Bad Choices. She was in town so uh, her and re came over and Noah and Iree played and nice. Noah's friend came over and they had a play date and it was you know just nice to have some time together. And It's been a good it's been a good week and a lot of work is getting done. School is phenomenal. I'm having a blast. Yeah, it's, um, phenomenal. it's like a really good tired you know what I'm saying yeah. and I'm like okay I said this now this is what it's like to go back as an adult because I even see how much more some of my classmates will call out now no circumstances happen it's not a shade but I, I realize going back and like really knowing and really being set and like I'm not going to be doing much more outside I've done all these other things and like mm-hmm. I, now I'm really getting into my I think that it, there's just a different appreciation that's all um so I'm I, I feel like I am in a good space. Very good. You know, a positive transition and I
1: feel good. How are you? I love to hear that you are, you know, <clears throat> you are settling into um school and Thank you. You know, I just think that this speaks to how important it is, right, to sort of everyone to sort of find their own timeline. Like there's no That's one it. one way to to figure this thing out, right? Some people go straight to school right after high school. Other people, mm-hmm. you know, it takes some it takes some time to sort of live life and figure out exactly where you want to
0: mm-hmm.
1: focus. And now that you have that focus and you have a clear sense of what you wanna do and how this fits into that equation, it really does sort of breathe new life into Absolutely. Like, and I'm sure this makes you, well, just the way that you sound, the way that you sound talking about it, it seems like this has changed the way that you even think about school. Oh, um, absolutely. I think it's, I think that.
0: I don't really love the narrative of pushing people straight out of high school to be like, go to college. I think it's good for them to find some structure. I think it's good. You know, even if you want to start off with community college and maybe some work experience and, and a little bit of exploration. And I think white kids have been allowed for so long to have these periods of exploration that. You know, that, that we have not been afforded that opportunity as Which much. Is. That might be something that we want to transition into as we are in a new generation raising another new generation. And yeah. so, um, you know, it has shaped framed. I, I'm not ever going to shit on college and I've never shit on college. I just always was like, oh, formal education is not for me. But I think it's not even about formal education. It's about really figuring out where you want to be and then applying that. And I don't think enough people are allowed that time to figure out where they even want to be.
1: Absolutely. You know? And that's like this. So. And I think that's one of the things that I think, um, you know, if I think about my work and sort of like scholars of, of our generation, um, that that's become so clear. Like I think there's so much evidence to that effect that mm-hmm. you know there is no one foolproof pathway to no. success. Um, and I mean, depending on how you even define success, right? There, there's so much, so much of life is about <laughs> that exploration that you mm-hmm. um, that you are talking about. And you're absolutely right in that communities of color we don't necessarily. Uh, feel like we have that leeway um, Mm -hmm. because there are other circumstances that may influence the degree to which we can just be out here figuring it out you know most of us have to get on that timeline of I got to take care of myself and so that Mm -hmm. that pushes me into doing what I need to do not necessarily what I want to do or what I'm called to do so I love that you're finding this way and it's not that's why that's why I try to and I know it's hard because people assume that I'm biased because I have the background that I have as it comes to to education but I really hate to hear people say things like it's not for me. I mm-hmm. think there it's fair to say that that timeline might not be for you or this particular uh you know type Mm -hmm. of school or program Mm -hmm. or formal education Mm -hmm. may not be for you but i think everyone can benefit from specialized training and that's all that college or post-secondary education really is it's just the opportunity for you to have some specialized training and skill development in one particular area
0: that's a beautiful point you just brought out i'm sorry um go ahead about and that actually that that's a big help in reframing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i think this experience and how you just worded it is beautifully uh is beautiful in how in reframing because i did think that formal education was not for me it is though
1: um, because what you're and doing I is formal education
0: it is formal educate farming school formal education all of it and but what you said specifically about Formal education may not being not not being for you, but maybe you're on the it's a different timeline. It's a different. I think that is it's a, a different beautiful pathway.
1: Point. It's a different mm-hmm. sort of outlook. We all arrive in different ways in, in different, different forms, yep. but I think the destination is still is still the same, and by different mm-hmm. means, right? There are people who don't go through formal programs, but still, when I think about times where they sort of pour themselves into learning or being self-taught about certain absolutely. things absolutely
0: you know absolutely that
1: still counts and it's still a it's form still a of form post- of formal education absolutely but I really want I, I really hope that we can sort of move out of I actually had the opportunity to write a um a, a book chapter in, in the upcoming um it's the American higher education in the 21st century it's like this really big sort of seminal textbook that everyone, mm-hmm you know that you know i remember it was a it was a yellow book with blue writing when i was in grass grad school so we would just call it the the yellow book but i had the opportunity to write a chapter in the new edition of the book i think the fifth edition is coming out now wow and it's about uh, it's about broad access institutions when and you know we think about college we think about like liberal arts colleges you know Mm -hmm. research one universities ivy league But broad access institutions, whether that be community colleges, whether that be Mm. um, comprehensive schools, regional schools, all Mm. of these things, those are called broad access institutions. Yeah, those are broad access Mm -hmm. institutions where they may Mm -hmm. have open enrollment or, you know, Mm -hmm. they're they're not as difficult to get to get into. And if you Mm -hmm. think about if you think about, um, you know, the literature or if you think about sort of higher education in in the United States. The truth of the matter is, broad access institutions educate many more, like much a larger percent of of institu- of, of of individuals, way mm-hmm. more m- way more people than your conventional four year. It's true, which is why the colleges. percentage
0: of doctors and things like that, scholars and so <coughs> forth, is 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 much less. But you are going to have way more electrical, uh, you know, engineers and chefs and. So the- and <clears throat> The point HVAC of the,
1: people exactly the point of the of the article or sort of the angle that we took in writing the article I have opportunity to write it with my colleague Dr. Leslie Gonzalez. she's at Michigan State University but our mm-hmm. point was like you know the the literature, scholarly discourse and public discourse sort of paints these institutions as like the second tier. They're mm-hmm. not at, mm-hmm. because they're not as prestigious or they're not as wealthy mm-hmm. or they're not as popular. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter mm-hmm. is They are the heart and soul of the American Higher education system Without them, the American higher education system Would not be what it is today So why don't we turn, we should be looking Toward these broad access institutions For best practices We need to be highlighting yes. and elevating the way That they do what they yes. do Because they are educating larger a larger percentage Of the population And so what would it look like for us to, to Sort of broaden the way that we mm. think About education and the educational Um, you know trajectories. If we were to highlight and herald these broad access access institutions for the great Mm -hmm. contributions that they make, as opposed to thinking about them as like the stepkids of of the higher education complex, so
0: much. And you just broke that down because when you initially said (laughs) the theory of the chapter, I was like, "Mm, yes, (laughs) I'm so. Like I'm so proud of you, and that's so dope to be able to say I wrote a chapter for the new edition of a book I remember yeah, studying in grad school. And I think that alone is just phenomenal. That's um, awesome. And
1: I'm I'm grateful. This is the reason why I have to think about it. And we talk about it all that. the time, you and me. So it's like this yes. is why it's my hope. You know, I love to learn. I've always been a student and I'm just a nerd who loves to learn. But what I I don't want to just um share my knowledge Mm -hmm. with people who've only been educated the way that I've been educated. Mm -hmm. I also acknowledge that people who haven't been educated, you know, in the conventional sense, like who, who don't have college degrees. I also recognize that they have a wealth of knowledge that the whole world ought to benefit from. So I got a PhD so that I can help to bridge those gaps and to break Mm -hmm. down the scholarly stuff and make it available to public people,
0: uh, to the public. And we need that. We need that. And the way, like like I said, the way you just broke that down right there was, A, so palatable and also so necessary. We do need to have these conversations. I do feel like vocational schools and so forth, community colleges and so forth, are treated very second tier. Absolutely. And so, and like you said, that's a lot of... um, a lot of of the oil in the machine that helps Mm -hmm. us run as a society you know what i'm saying in so many different facets and aspects like can't nobody sit down and write no motherfucking thesis and chapters if the air conditioner is broke
1: i mean and we and and i think people don't so that's that's the whole point like and this is Mm -hmm. the way that we are sort of resisting the system resisting the status Mm -hmm. quo we're not just accepting it because we know the truth We're not going Mm -hmm. to be out here acting like the only college education that counts are, you know, people who get educated at these four year liberal arts sort of situations. The truth of the matter is, you know, there are many, many ways that we build an educated workforce in this country. Mm -hmm. And there's no one right way. And so mm-hmm. why and that we, we view should... each other as an ecosystem. Absolutely, because that's the only way mm-hmm. that we're going to survive in sort of breaking down all of this problematic language that categorizes and ranks us according to foolishness and nonsense. That those are Absolutely. all ways that white people have sort of used coded language or I should say white supremacists, the system of white supremacy, they use coded mm-hmm. language to sort of keep these hierarchies in place. And we don't have time for that we're we're recasting all of that we're thinking about things differently we're um you know reframing relearning unlearning all of these things are important in adulting Mm -hmm. we're not just going along business as usual when there are clear problems so let's talk about it let's call things things in this dancery period I
0: know okay, okay, in this dancery right. I think that is beautiful, absolute, absolute beautiful work. Um, and as a, as a, you know, blue collar member of society, you know, I'm grateful that we have individuals like yourself and Doctor Felicia Commodore and oh, so yes. forth. Okay, because I got to shout her out who are doing That's my the work. Feet. I love we love us some feet And let me tell you something. <laughs> she puts together a Thanksgiving that would shit on Martha Stewart. Period. Stop it. Okay. First My all, girl makes two or three types
1: of sweet potato pie. <laughs> Felicia is a copious host. There's nobody who hosts a function. I said like that make gift
0: baskets and shit for the niggas to First take all, home. When you like, go
1: to uh, when you go to an event that is put on by the one Dr. Felicia Commodore. You can expect mm. itineraries, parting gifts. You can just See, There's just a level of, you know, she's out here. She's out
0: here. This is what I need in my life. I need somebody like that to help me really elevate myself. Listen, but but, but to have have the use and the in the in the Doctor Commodores and all of the amazing you know, there's so many um, so many people ac- out here right doing amazing work. Uh, not doctor, even to name Doctor names. Dr. Sharon Breeze. Priest
1: Britt. We love Dr. Priest Britt. Britt. I love Dr. Bridget Turner-Kelly. We just all yes. of these, like We have all of these awesome people. Dr. Fabienne Doucet at NYU. Yes. Wait, um, who's my girl who came
0: on? Wait, Beyonce of high up. Uh, uh, Lori wait, Patton, wait, Patton Davis. <laughs> Lori Patton
1: Davis. Okay,
0: stop it. You know, okay, look at me girls. Girls. knowing all, all of these the academics. I'm like, all let me sit on a taste. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have a conversation. <laughs> but I love that we have women like you all. In in doing the work that you're doing to speak for people like like us, you know what I'm speak saying? We for, need that.
1: I mean, we you all we are we are we are because of all of us. Like you know, like and I'm and we say Absolutely. that all of us mean like Lori. I listened to a keynote that Lori did at the University of Indiana just last week. am talking about she was talking about you know coming from East St. Louis. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I am what I am today. But, you know, my, grand, my you know, my people, I come from blue, blue collar beginnings. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I believe that some of the, the most intelligent people that I know didn't go to school. They didn't go to college, but they are just wealth of information. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like they ought to be regarded as such, you know. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if, mm-hmm. if I had to get a Ph.D. to be able to enter the spaces um, and start to tell those stories. You know, if I had to get a PhD so that I can have the credentials to write the stories mm-hmm. that my grandmama and them couldn't write, then let's do it. By all means, I know let's get it right. done.
0: Because the only book y'all going to get from me is a memoir. Because one day cookbook. I'm going to tell you the story of how I ran, how I rolled out of my father's car on picture day. And he, but told, anyway. you, and he
1: told you what? Shake <laughs> and it off.
0: To- shake it off. <laughs> 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 It's going to be the black what? version of that girl's, but I'm down. But it's going to be my version of just just a compilation of stories of Jade's life.
1: Wow. I mean, there's so many. And I think everybody ought to write one because there's so much information. I in would there. love
0: a memoir from everybody. Honestly, I would read them. them all. We all need unless a Unless you're Michelle Obama. Oh, I'm
1: just playing. Don't <laughs> do her. I'm sorry. I keep doing it. I, I do enjoyed Jade becoming. next day. I enjoyed it. Now, it was we lengthy. Did. <laughs> but it was a good time. It was a steady time. <laughs> it's so irritating. All right. Let us Let's get to a
0: little bit of trash. I Let's think that, that sounds
1: appropriate. I think that's what we should do. A clean up woman
0: is a woman. Trash today. Oh man. So this first story is not funny, but it's funny, but it's not funny and okay. i'll tell i'll talk we'll talk about it from both aspects I'm nervous right off the bat. it sounds ridiculous so daniel kaluya oh um, I've heard about his this. his camp oh, is concerned. concerned about I too him am concerned. and uh report allegedly his family and friends and the people around him are concerned. Because they feel like he is getting scammed um, by a lady, a 50-year-old lady by the name who calls herself Air Holiness. She's
1: she's um, 50? Yeah, she's 50. The picture that she, I saw was somebody in like a, a bikini top. That person yeah, is 50 years was,
0: old? It was like a 50-year-old hood healer.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's what you saw. Hmm. Um, and
0: she calls herself a life strategist. Uh, And so people, again, worry because Daniel has fired his publicist. He's fired mad people in his camp. He broke up with his girlfriend. And she is now, this Air Holiness is showing up to all of, like, his filmings. When he has to go on set, she's coming with him. And people are in his camp allegedly are allegedly reporting that they... um, are, yeah they're worried about it they're worried about the influence that she has on him and his behavior around his association with her and so that was like the kind of funny part just because I was like air holiness but I do want to use this opportunity to say listen I understand um, especially in this age where people are finding their own spirituality and the different ways that You know, I I get that there are ways that that uh, can just kind of open you up into whatever path that you are supposed to be on. Um, And some things are not for you, but you need to be real careful when you're seeking out, uh, you know, knowledge or whatever products, um, you know, anything like that from people, because everybody does not have the best intentions. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So you're and that's in all your spiritual spaces, because. whether you belong to the church or not. Whether somebody is selling you, like think about it: you're buying some oil, or you're buying some. And I'm not saying everybody has bad intentions. There are some beautiful healers out there, but you. Not everybody is a healer, and not everybody Let me you, is listen, is putting maybe the I best should be of, quiet because like <laughs> No, please healer, speak. Healer. Please, I'm a be- like. I- every, People have different gifts, but everybody don't have these gifts that say they got these gifts. And some people is, are out to, to make money and some people are out for whatever their their selfish desires are and it skews what for the people who actually are trying to do positive work. And it's not cool and you fucking with people's spirituality, you're fucking with their livelihood, and ultimately that shit's going to come back on you, but I just find that to be no, no, no. You just gotta Listen, be careful with who you are. It is
1: important. With. It is important as as we are navigating the world and become exposed to different things and different people that we are <laughs> diligent about maintaining a sense of self mm-hmm. and being connected mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. who we trust and, and trusting you know our discernment and the discernment Absolutely. of the people around us, because Absolutely. there are lots of predators, as Jay was saying, and a lot of people who disguise themselves and portray themselves to be who they are not solely because they want to take advantage of you. Yeah, and so or to feed I'm some sort of weird need that they have, listen, or whatever that reasoning may be. Listen, they don't have good intentions. I don't know what your, what, you know, listen, I can't speak for, you know, everyone has, like you said, everyone has their own practices, their, their own, own community. community, the things, you know, but, you know, for where I come from and what I believe, you know, there are attacks and spiritual things, things that are designed to sort of take you off your course um, and, and get you disconnected from what you're supposed to be connected to. And so we have to be diligent around Mm-hmm. Keeping ourselves safe and guarded from these evil, uh, predatory and, and they can show up in all people spaces.
0: And places. They and can things. be coming through selling you sage, or they can come through the church trying to give you holy water. This is about human beings with with uh ill intention. You got to that. And know this is, is about yourself. like Kia said, guarding your own um using your own discernment. And really trusting your 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 own intuition or whatever it is when it comes to dealing with people who uh, you are seeking help from, because there's nothing wrong with seeking guidance or help, but it just makes sure that it comes from a space that is trustworthy. And there that, are red know, that, flags here.
1: There are red yeah, flags here. Very that, much so. You know, you know, as you sort of nap, be leery of things that. Uh, take over your life in, in these ways and cause you to disconnect from from people. Anything that's mm-hmm. going to uproot and completely mm-hmm. dismantle everything that you've built is something, and I'll say this yeah. for myself, that's not something that's come from God. That's not anything that will cause you to completely undo your life yeah. and dissociate and from, from everyone. Community and your that's village. Not, and, mm-mm, mm-mm. Those is red flags. Mm-mm those yeah. red flags and yeah so, um you know i emoji, just ca- emotion caution caution folks against this kind of stuff because you know not not to not gonna hold you in not to make light of this but it sounds like legit that daniel is in the sunken place and we all need to be well, concerned
0: that's that's what they're saying on these here I don't like and it. it does sound very concerning and i hope that he gets in front of some people soon
1: I'm gonna be in the blood. I, Me listen, myself,
0: I, <laughs> I be trying not to pass judgment on people. You know what I'm saying? And I understand. Like I, I get it. I understand that we all have our different listen. ways. But I seen a picture of that lady, and when I tell you, immediately I was like no 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 i no, no. plead
1: the blood and listen if you ain't think like me it's okay for you to tell the devil to get the hell away from you because i have to cuss him out every few yeah. days get your yeah. ugly self out of here because you're not going to win in here today yo trifling nah, you're not bet these, nigga. Get these out of things here.
0: cannot be coming and taking you off like he has said off of your your path of you know and dismantling your whole life and whatever way that looks for you that does that's that's not what what uh true spirituality is and that's why i keep specifically using spirituality because this can come through any religion through any um divination or whatever right mm-hmm. it can come through any of that so it's it's about safeguarding yourself um yeah be careful and being diligent here. in that well whew, okay more trash okay so Brittany griner Oh, this um, is tragic. WNBA. It is so tragic. It's WNBA scary. star. It's, very scary. it's frightening. Actually, she was arrested um, in Russia mm. on drug charges, and so she had a um, vape. Correct. She had a vape in her bag. They they said they smelled marijuana oils, which you got to be. When I tell you, you have to. You have to be going through every gum wrapper in somebody's bag and then smash the thing open in order to smell anything from a vape like you there is no way for you to be able to smell that but she's in russia and we already know how they get down and we knew how they got down before this shit and so they uh so essentially her wife is fearful that they're going to use her, but that Putin is going to use her as a high-profile hostage oh, well, and or an example. Um, and it is really, really, really scary. It's really scary. It's really scary. Um, and I just, I pray for nothing but some safety for her. And some sort of miracle that she is released out of this situation. Because this is OD. Same. This is, it's not okay. Oh my God, that was so frightening. Um, Aretha Franklin's granddaughter. Oh, I'd,
1: heard, I'd heard that she was down to the American Idol.
0: She was a down to the American Idol, which now is uh, hosted, not hosted, what's the, the, the panel, panel whatever. The panel of judges includes. Consists of. Big face Lionel Richie. Go ahead. Um, Katy Perry. Big face Katy Perry, <laughs> and a white man that I've never heard of. Oh, oh. What is his
1: name? Is it the same? Is, is it Keith Urban?
0: Was I it don't. Ke-
1: Hold on. Let me. I look don't it up know. Y'all. And who's that? <laughs> Keith Urban is married to the other lady. Hold on. Let me think. <laughs> American Idol. You know. I don't. First know. of all, this is so black. It you is. know,
0: she's married to that lady. Oh,
1: her. The one who has that chin? No. It's oh yes, Luke. that's it's Luke Bryan. I, <laughs> I feel don't like know like it was who Keith that Urban is. last time. Let me look it up. Was Keith Urban? Let me, I know I didn't make well, that who up. Who was he
0: married to? A Dixie chick or a Faith Hill?
1: Keith Urban Maybe a was Carrie. a host. He hosted it in season twelve. He is a he is um he is married to is it Nicole Kidman? No, he's married. Where she's Kidman remarried? To. No, no, no. I'm lying. It's not her. Now let me see personal life yes it is he's been married to nicole kidman since
0: 2006 oh shit oh at least she you know what i'm glad she's they got somebody in her life because you know her children don't fool with her
1: who nicole kidman mm-hmm. they have two daughters named sunday rose and faith
0: you know these these um these sunday rose libraries. go ahead sunday rose um, um yeah her children yes, don't so fool with her Luke because Ryan. they're in the scientology are okay, Luke Bryant. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's T. That's
1: the T. That's some new tea Oh yeah. Her Day.
0: children with Tom Cruise. Oh, they're deep into the Scientology. See
1: because mm, Tom Cruise really banged with the Scientologists oh, very hard. Yes, he's well.
0: very deep in the Scientology. He's like a he's, he's praised and worshipped within Scientology. So don't get me a, going, because you Luke know Luke
1: Bryan is a country music singer. Okay. Um that's this, <laughs> That's that's what this says here. <laughs> And okay. I well, I don't know who he is. I don't think I know any panel of his songs.
0: Of Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and um, Luke Bryant, the country singer. Yes. Luke Bryant. But Aretha's granddaughter went down, cute mm-hmm. little thing, 15 years old. Just seemed like a just a nice young lady. Mm-hmm. And um you know, she she was sweet and she also let people know like, "Hey, I don't sing like my grandmother. I have my own style." Oh. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, "Yes, you better have your own voice, Queen." She's like, "Grandma was like it was weird for her to be famous to me cuz she was always grandma." I was mm. like, "This is, you know what I'm saying? Because ooh, hate Retha, But <laughs> don't, don't- because <laughs> we all know. We uh, uh, man, okay. she also kind of affirmed that because she was like oh yeah grandma didn't go anywhere without her purse and <laughs> Lionel was like no she carried her purse to the edge of the stage if she was going to perform and the purse was right there and while she performed As soon as she come like the purse was ain't in view man
1: period and they was like you know "What's what in it? it?" he is. said is it
0: true she used to carry a pistol in the purse she's like no so katie Perry's like what's in the purse she goes the money and i was like yes the there money. you go girl the bag so, the money right the bag is in the bag so <laughs> she sang beautiful voice for a 15 mm-hmm. year old but just not developed it needs some more work um and so she didn't you know she didn't make it she didn't get a gold, but ticket. i just
1: but no, Lana Ric- i heard that. that lionel richie was very affirming Encouraging to her, and he told her to just keep on trying. And you know, she was gifted, but needed to sort of cultivate. Like you know, music is a talent, but we also need to sing with skill. Amen. Yes,
0: yes. Yes.
1: Tell the people. So
0: I was like, I just thought it was a sweet moment. I just wanted Mm -hmm. to bring it to the trash. I I was like Aretha's granddaughter, auditioned for American Idol and didn't make it. Like I just,
1: (laughs) that's not even shade. It was just like. You know, I, I love, love that. So I love, I love that she ha- will have her own journey, and this will be a part of her story. Exa- that that is a better
0: way of what I was trying to say. <laughs> I I was I, that's why I was like, I'm not shading a 15 year old. The girl was sweet as shit, but I am just saying I'm glad that she's she's going to figure it out her own way, and she's not just being given things. For sure. And she's got people who are like you said, actually affirming her along the way, so that that development can actually can actually occur. So. Um, It was just a sweet moment. Um, Uh huh. Kimora Lee Simmons. um,
1: Well, what is this about?
0: Ooh, it's not about you know that neck area. Um. So she was married to this white man named Tim Leisner. Okay. Um, who is caught up, uh, indicted, I guess, on an embezzlement scheme. Oh dear. Oh yes, so you know she was about to get caught up in the mm. embezzlement scheme. Uh, she's been accused of hiding tens of millions oh, of dollars for oh, her dear. husband. Oh lord, um, and he was well. He's an ex Goldman Sachs banker. Okay, so he actually pled guilty to money laundering. Oh, um, and was involved in a multi-billion-dollar one-in-db uh, scam. Oh, and so terrible where where marital privilege would usually come into play he actually did something right he admitted that he photoshopped divorce papers from his first from his his first marriage to his previous wife in order to marry kimora so he he never
1: divorced that lady
0: nope Mm -mm. nope but now she won't get caught up in the legal drama. Because, because... they weren't legally married. Mm-hmm. Look
1: at yep. God. Because sometimes
0: you see. You see. what you, you think see.
1: is going to be a terrible thing will be the yeah. thing that saves your thing. tail. Literally exactly. saves your behind.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That just blessed me.
0: Yeah, I thought that was, I was like, look at the spin on that. Okay, look at it. Look, what they spin it, nigga. They spin it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the thing that you be like, and God be like, listen, I done told you, I got. Don't even this.
0: worry about it.
1: Let me, me do what I do out it. here. Okay, thank you so, so much. So I just
0: thought that was a lovely, and you can go read more up on the story if you'd like to. I'm all But I just worried. thought that was, I said, okay, yes. this is what I, this is what I like to hear. Um, and I'm going to close the trash out With some absolute trash Some oh, dumb shit okay. And if you have something that I've forgotten Please feel no, free to chime I in I think
1: I'm all trashed up
0: <laughs> Well you're really about to be Because uh, you know we, You and I are not of the TikTok generation Not, not like that not. Um, So I didn't realize That there are like TikTok stars now Yes you know the girls are out here
1: Getting to the bag.
0: So I so I hear I'm like, OK, stars. Well, one of them is now facing the felony charges for oh, robbery sweet, um, after he was identified uh, by the FBI by his shoes. He that wore the hand? same shoes in his TikTok videos that he wore while he was robbing niggas.
1: Why was he robbing niggas if he's a TikTok star? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) His name is Chosen with a
1: Z, Terrell Hannah.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even feel
1: bad for him. You got to be more careful, young man. You've got and you he looks not, like he dies
0: as locks with Kool-Aid. So I You just, should
1: not be out here. What the heck if you is a so TikTok far. star, right? And they're saying now that TikTok is the new wave, right? It's it's out here outpacing all of the conventional social media platforms and <laughs> people is out here making monies and doing all kinds of crazy things. <laughs> On TikTok and getting (laughs) going viral and being famous. Now, why in the world is you still robbing people and you ain't got to change your clothes?
0: Wait a minute. This nigga, Chosen World, it was his name on TikTok, has more than 148,000 followers and 1.6 million likes and confessed to robbing four convenience stores over a three month period
1: in them sneakers. What an idiot. Well, maybe he wasn't making no money. I'm not excusing it because there's. I too don't have <laughs> a lot of money, but I have no interest in in robbing convenience stores. But listen, and he
0: robbed the Seven Eleven twice, the same one, and a tobacco shop. Is Nigga, he, is he? <laughs> is he well? Is I he high?
1: high? Like something something's wrong.
0: Uh, he could be actually. He uh, yeah. He could very well be. Mm, yeah. You know these young. You know the. You know these, these new kids be using a lot of Listen, different things. Y'all,
1: and I'm gonna talk about that in my in my petty peeve. So stay mm. tuned.
0: Oh, oh wow! Substance abuse. Can't wait. Um, well, shall we move on? I think we shall.
1: I think we should.
0: My sister's popping right now, like.
1: This week's shout out is you know brings me a lot of joy because I over the weekend fell into a rabbit hole. Of watching the Instagram videos of Courtney Taylor, her her screen name on Instagram is at this is Courtney Taylor, and I believe that that's her screen name on TikTok as well. Mm. Uh, this woman is a genius. Hilarious. <laughs> um, she hilarious. Is so funny, and I feel I love her because she is like getting grown like she will fit right in down to the kitchen yes. table we are all yes. of the same age and space when we're, we're thinking about things uh very similarly and mm-hmm. um i just love her and her videos I wanted to shout her out i was t- telling jade about her and jade reminded me you know i didn't even notice but this is the same girl that plays Issa's assistant on insecure Yes, and I thought she was hilarious, and she She was actually my favorite character of the season.
0: Genius, genius, and
1: this is officially this is Courtney Taylor's Stan account.
0: Agreed. I am.
1: We are highlighting her brilliance.
0: Kia reminded me because I got caught in a in a rabbit hole of her Instagram when Insecure ended. When I was looking her up, Mm -hmm. and then I, for whatever reason. Didn't even go back. And Kia reminded
1: me. And I went back and said, I forgot. Because yes. these smash Her pass she videos she does smash Her pass videos with, like, Disney characters, yes. villains, cartoon moms and dads. I mean, and she just has, like, I love when she makes fun of her mom. Because, you know, we all do that. Yes. Um and She also, like she had a lot of, you know, she's uh, representing for uh, you know, the big beauty brown girl contingent. <laughs> we mm-hmm. want to know where we can find affordable uh non-fashion nova fabric pants that fit our behind <laughs> that don't have holes in the butt cheeks. Like, you know, we mm. all out here, not everybody is out here trying to be megastal and we just want to go down to the target and we just need a pair of jeans to do it, you know? Oh, I have one target pants right now. Yes. And so <laughs> this is the thing. We love courtney
0: you should yes. follow her
1: if you're not following her go ahead and tell yes. her that kia and jay was giving her the big and she's gonna be like who exactly like, don't even worry but you about know, it. you can just tell her <laughs> she'll be like i, I don't know you. that's cute for them um but we love <laughs> you courtney and we think that we you're do. brilliant we and do. you really gave me so much joy this weekend that i wanted to tell everybody to go and get them a piece of your awesome content on the social media
0: Especially in this Women's History Month. Oh, Oh, yeah. All right. Let's move on to our kitchen table talk.
1: Let's do it.
0: I have somebody that I want you guys to meet. His name is Cairo. And he is a curious and friendly seven-year-old who's determined to navigate life in the big city (laughs) with a little help from his parents and his brother Omari. And let me tell you about Cairo. He's a sweet child, okay? Sweet. Unlike his little a little ball-headed counterpart <laughs> with a name that starts with the same letter, okay? Y'all know <laughs> who I'm talking about. I don't need to say it. From Wondery, The Adventures of Cairo is a show for the whole family that brings you stories about kindness and courage and just so many different life lessons that we can apply as human beings Mm -hmm. and including things like why division homework is the worst okay because it is i don't know how to divide now (laughs) in each episode cairo's adventures impart lessons that will stick with your kids which i think is so important Mm -hmm. and like when cairo learns the importance of sharing when his school hosts a winter clothing drive i love it love it
1: or when uh omari cairo's big brother teaches cairo the best way to make a new friend is to just be yourself okay um, a lesson we all need <laughs> hello including all some of you adults thank you <laughs> or the time cairo tells a story you know tell a little, a little fib about doing his division no homework. call it what it is it's a, a lie. lie. <laughs> And he learns that sometimes it's important to just ask for help when you need it. So whenever Cairo Mm -hmm. doesn't know what to do, he leans on his friends and his family to lead the way. The Adventures of Cairo podcast shows that even though being a kid is hard work sometimes, you can have a lot of fun learning along the way. Listen to The Adventures of Cairo wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It is women's history month as we talked about. We've been talking about it. We are continuing our celebration of black history by skating on into women's history month and three six five. Absolutely. Like black history three six five, women's history, black women's history three six five. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and so in that vein, you know, I wanted to uh, you know, acknowledge by the time this episode airs airs, it will be uh, International Women's Month uh, mm-hmm. International Women's Day which is celebrated day. on March 8th Um, and I wanted so you know just sort of learning you know realizing that the day was coming up I was sort of you know reading through the internet trying to get some information because I hear about it you see it on the post everyone does their little you know viral you know you see the viral sort of hashtags and posts that kind of see but I was like let me really get into this and really understand what it's about. And I Mm. found myself, you know, really inundated with information and more importantly, misinformation. And Mm. since, you know, this is the space as we talked about before, where we like to really clear up any, any confusion and, and, you know, give everybody access to the information that they need in order to, to reach their own conclusions. I thought it would be, uh, useful to just sort of talk about International Women's Day and what it means for black women, women of color, um, you know, women who are not white, cis, heterosexual women. Um, And so Mm -hmm. just, you know, breaking down the history, uh, and I want to sort of acknowledge um, that I got a lot of this information, well, a lot of my initial information came from an opinion piece that was written by Edna Bonholm, who's a writer and mm-hmm. historian who's a historian of science she's actually based in mm-hmm. berlin and she wrote an opinion piece that was basically highlighting how the origins of international women's day um focus almost exclusively mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. you know the interest of celebrating the interests and achievements of of white women in the white, white women's, women women's movement the feminist mm-hmm. feminist movement, um, and so you know, talking about its origins, white, yes, talk about its origins, women in uh, you know New York, and um, you know how how over time feminists mm-hmm. in, in Europe began to also convene on March 8th to to celebrate the achievements of the women's rights movement, um, mm-hmm. and sort of just highlighting it and becoming a day that was heralded by mainstream feminism. Right. Um, but, you know, as, uh, you know, as Edna Bonholm stated in her piece, uh, the European and American mainstream feminist movement for a long time excluded black women from its history and its celebration and its celebration of women's achievement. Um, and nas- nationally and historically, internationally and historically, the, the day has historically excluded black mm-hmm. women, the contributions of black women from the conversation. And so that led mm-hmm. me to really sort of under to to think about, okay, so since we're being excluded, what are the ways that we can amplify and and mm-hmm. publicize and highlight the important work of of black women feminists and the contributions that black women have made to the feminist mm-hmm. movement, mm-hmm. which led me to really uh sort of do a bit of a deep dive into understanding black feminism and womenism as as mm-hmm. you know you know bodies of public discourse as tools um mm-hmm. theoretical movements uh th- theories and movements i should say and i want to preface mm-hmm. this by saying you know i fully acknowledge that this you know these feminist uh Text and all of the work of black feminists this is not an area of study that i have spent a lot of time in admittedly um of course i have you know a lot of my work has been informed by the work of black feminists and black feminist thought leaders like patricia hill collins and britney mm-hmm. cooper um mm-hmm. and uh alice walker um uh, mm-hmm. beverly hooks. smith bell hooks you know of mm-hmm. course you know these things have been my, they've their works have shaped my life and how I do my work. But to be honest, there are there are whole degree programs and people who mm-hmm. study black feminism and womanism exclusively. So I want to honor their work as well and sort of say Absolutely. that I am not an authority here, merely broaching this conversation as a space for us to sort of collectively do some resource sharing as a community mm-hmm. so that we can all become um, you know, more informed and enlightened by, by this work. What were you going to say, sis?
0: I was going to ask you because we
1: talked about this um, obviously earlier, mm-hmm.
0: but I was going to ask you because I do have a point I would like to make uh, before you share your oh, please. very detailed and in depth resource list that will be shared <laughs> in a very specific place. Absolutely. Because I would like to put note the work that was put in. (laughs) Um, But can you give that definition of what a womanist is? Because I like that you said a feminist and a womanist.
1: Feminist and a womanist. Womanism is a phrase that was coined by Alice Walker. It initially originated in some of her work in the 1970s. It was actually Mm -hmm. a term that she used in an essay. It was like a short story, like a fictional short story. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, she's since published books and essays that really sort of outline the term more broadly but you know mm-hmm. womanist, womanism is really a space for black feminists um, mm-hmm. and people feminists of color who are all committed to and openly acknowledge a love for black women and that when we say yes. love it's like not not simply you know sexual love or relational no, love in like that agape. way but like, love, like, I love yeah. black women. And also, you know, when Britney Cooper, we talked about Britney Cooper's eloquent rage on this show. We also mm-hmm. had the opportunity to talk to Britney Cooper, uh, Chantel, and Susana when they came to talk about, yes. uh, um, you know, their work through the Crunk Feminist Collective. But Britney Cooper's, uh defines herself as a black feminist, and, and it's, her feminism is rooted in a love for black women Absolutely. like Alice Walker and that womanism. So, in that love, um, you know, that's demonstrated by by being committed to the survival and wellness mm-hmm. of Black people. So it mm-hmm. is through that love for Black women that the purpose of that love is to really cultivate the survival and wellness of Black people. And it's all yes. about it's all about um, celebrating um, the ways in which all of our humanity exist for so long black women are have been regarded solely as as labor they only Mm -hmm. look at us for what we do and we talk about Mm -hmm. that even last week you know we identify by our work but there's so much more to our humanity our Mm -hmm. experiences our perspectives and it's important um that womenism black feminism these schools of thoughts give us the tools and resources and the language for, for really having complex com- uh, conversations that illuminate mm-hmm. all of the complexities of our lived experiences, all Absolutely. of the ways that our identities intersect um, and, yes. and acknowledging that those intersecting identities and, and, and also considering that because of those intersecting identities, we are often, you know, our marginal- marginalization is compounded. So we are oppressed yes. as black people. We are oppressed as women and so Mm -hmm. you know it's not an either or it's always a both and yeah and And then you take it a
0: step further and you and and you make sure that you include um where we're we're oppressed as women we're Mm -hmm. oppressed as black women and then you've got our sisters who are oppressed as black trans women absolutely and that's one of those really important intersections So um, also not only wanted...
1: trans, trans identity, mm-hmm. but also thinking about, uh, you know, queer identities as, as uh, well. queer identities. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. all, all queer identities, you know, not limited to, you know, just just trans identity. Absolutely. So. So what we love is, you know, and I'm glad that you asked to make that distinction, because I think Alice Walker does a really she has a really useful metaphor for thinking about mm-hmm. womenism and feminism. She says that womenist is to feminist as purple is to lavender. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it is so, true, you know. Even like they are purple and lavender are two things that come from each other, inform each other. They yes. they are connected, but they are two distinct yes. things. You cannot yes. use purple and lavender interchangeably. Similarly, mm-hmm. you cannot, you know, use mainstream feminism. And black feminism and or womanism; those things are not mm-hmm. the same. They are two distinct mm-hmm. things, and we need to respect those distinctions, which they I think are. is. is really, and I love really the different important. work of the different scholars who
0: study feminism. I know that people have a very narrow view that feminism is just burning your bra and screaming. Oh yes, but you know that is also been a picture that has been painted. Um, you know, by for other sure. People. And we have um, to
1: be. Yeah, we have to be conscious against safeguarding from that kind of problematic misinformation yeah because that keeps us in the weeds of worrying about about the wrong things and there's just so much when you even look up feminism and specifically black feminism you can get like links to tweets that have all kinds of problematic incorrect information (laughs) out there absolutely um and so absolutely
0: if you've ever read anything about bell hooks alone Mm -hmm. you will understand that her feminism is 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 spoken from an aspect of love within the community absolutely and what has been missing within the community and things and how we can incorporate that it's not coming from an angry standpoint Mm -hmm. and so if that's your view of feminism then you have a very narrow view and you need to go do some more reading and
1: exploring for sure i think of this a lot in a lot of different ways people who are dissenters or You know, don't agree with with black feminism. A lot of times, it's from this place of. I think I can, and this is just my guess, right? So you know, mm -hmm. again, we're not professionals again again. (laughs) on this, (laughs) but it seems to me that all of this is rooted in um. There's this like defensiveness, right? And so I think a lot of times we get. P- people people conflate like accountability with like being attacked or tearing yes. somebody down and mm-hmm. i'm so glad that you said that because you know at the root of all of the work that's out there about black feminism it is about uh love it's about mm-hmm. connecting it's about mm-hmm. uh it's a, a, giving us language for fully thinking fully embracing our full humanity as black women so as that we society. can, you know, mm-hmm. as, as a society, so that we can, you know, love ourselves and love our men and love our children. Exactly. With that same as fullness. Our right? As our full selves. With yes, that same exactly. fullness. And and recognizing that with that love comes a responsibility, right? Absolutely. Like, because you love me, you're going to ensure my safety for, and safety yes. from harm in very particular ways. And so it, mm-hmm. it, it puts a standard and a demand on people. If you love, this is how you practice the love mm-hmm. um, yep. of of war, toward for for black black women. And mm-hmm. so uh, I love um, how. So so for me, the tools of black feminism um, are so important, and it's so important to make that distinction because there are people out there. Like I saw a tweet, and there's a lot of. I don't want to name names, but I saw a series of viral tweets um, that were posturing and positing, positing, positing that uh, black feminism was created by a white feminist by, by the name of Gloria Steinem. Okay. Who was at some point an agent of the CIA. And so, you know, and she admitted uh, allegedly, she, she admitted that Black feminism was created solely to drive a wedge between Black women and Black men. and That sounds like a real white woman thing to say. <laughs> but, but um, you know, it's that kind of misinformation that is it what leads people to be resistant towards, you know, the tools and the language and the resources that come with Black feminism. And, you know, like any other, uh, you know, body of work, ideology, mm-hmm. school of thought, you know mm-hmm. it's okay to to have questions or to even come across things that you don't align with or agree with but that doesn't absolutely. mean that you have to throw the whole thing out or mm-hmm. you know just you know things are much more complex and nuanced than being you know black Ethan and white spit out the bones absolutely and so mm-hmm. i love how you know i worked um, over the weekend and just sort of pulling it together as I was just doing my own research, I started research, I started to sort of track all the resources that I came across. And in the end, you know, developed this really dope resource list that that really highlights mm. 25 amazing mm-hmm. books about black feminism and 15 articles. And then there's all kinds of videos and other resources that really just talk about all that black feminism is Highlighting specifically the ways that black feminism calls attention to how the mainstream feminist move- movement erases black women by centering mm. white cis women um, mm. and who are, who are solely driven by uh, achieving equality and parity with cis white men. Mm. um and so mm. you know black feminism gives us some language and tools and resources for really showing how these things function systemically and if we're not yep. intent if we're not intentional or aware of them we can be you know complicit or engaging and working uh alongside white feminists sometimes mm-hmm. at the expense of black people um uh also some of the resources on the list help us to see how uh, black women, um, how sorry how traditional feminism forces us to choose uh, between which fight for liberation we want to engage mm-hmm. in. Are we going to mm-hmm. fight for the freedom of women, or are we going to fight mm-hmm. for the freedom of Black folk? When the truth of the matter is, we are both Black and women at the same time, mm-hmm. and we ought to be free. We we deserve mm-hmm. to have a freedom that fully acknowledges the complexity of that intersection yeah um, and that humanity absolutely and mm-hmm. finally black feminist helps us to remember that by failing to think about our liberation um as a freedom from white. so you know because it focuses just on uh gender issues right there's mm-hmm. there's this tendency for us to sort of you know think about that or focus on that as opposed to really thinking about these things within the context of the larger system of white Mm -hmm. supremacy and oppression that we're all Mm -hmm. we're all in right and so it's not about picking and choosing which battle we have to fight our focus should always be on dismantling the machine of oppression Mm -hmm. and black feminism helps us and gives us some things that some key sort of uh you know considerations and actual steps and practices that we can do to navigate supremacy. those waters and to, to have the <clears throat> language to do so
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so
1: i like i said this is not gonna a kitchen table where i am you know giving y'all where well, i'm i'm <laughs> I I don't ever posture myself as an expert, but, but I'm just saying specifically here, this is not my field of study, even though my work Mm -hmm. has been informed by these perspectives, but Mm -hmm. I'm saying that, you know, I just wanted us to talk about this here. As we think about international women's day, we ought to be thinking about the ways in which we can amplify, um, you know, the complexity in the full humanity of black women who have been historically excluded from that conversation. And I'm excited Absolutely. to share, um, this black feminism resource list that I've put together. It's going to be available on the getting grown Facebook page. Ooh, can I add to your list? Absolutely. And I'm, cause I was going to say that this is not an exhaustive list. This is just a start. And I'm sure that I, I want to put, things.
0: I want to put disclosure, um, documentary on Netflix. On Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and I—I I mean, well, in our mother's gardens, which was actually, mm-hmm. which was actually inspired by Alice Walker's essay in our mm-hmm. in our mother's garden, and then later, later the, the book. Um, but there there are tons of um, tons of of resources here, uh, um, and and like I said, I tr- I was very intentional on including, you know, uh, black feminism as it relates to uh latina mm-hmm. women afro latina mm-hmm. women um mm-hmm. trans women um mm-hmm. all of all of these uh you know i tried to, to develop a range of, of mm-hmm. resources of the, um of because that's really what that's really what black feminism is is all about uh mm-hmm. fully embracing all that we are and really being um being the purple uh in the sea of lavender in the sea of lavender uh, <laughs> i love that or lavender <laughs> in the sea of purple no because it says womeness is the feminist oh. as purple is to lavender it's so womanism okay, is the right. purple okay. and i think that's you're so right.
0: true right because actually know you're right because that's the
1: larger that's the larger like aspect. you know there is no lavender without With? purple yeah and so it's no, about right. fully like you know it's about you know having a a, a much deeper uh uh you know outlook and perspective as it relates to mm-hmm. to the interest of women all women and, and 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 acknowledging that black women are a part of that um central yeah, to that you know
0: what i'm about to make a new flag <laughs> I'm about to make a new flag. It's gonna be all these hues of purple, nigga. Okay, and it's gonna be everybody, all the different intersections. We are gonna have some maroons. Oh, we love we're it. We gonna have some we royal purples in there, some lavender. Yeah. I love it. All of it. I amazing. put
1: there's so much on here. I put Crystal Jean's video on um, when she did the Marsha P. Wash Marsha, Marsha P. Johnson uh, story for Drunk History. That absolutely Yeah, Wait, counts.
0: I have to tell you, mm-hmm. your niece. Um, I told XD, your niece had to do a black history project, not a woman's history, a black history mm-hmm. project on an activist. Everybody had to choose an activist to to do a presentation mm-hmm. on. And I asked her, I said, who you want to do your presentation on? And when I tell you without a beat, she was like, Marsha P. Johnson. Yes! And I was like, yes, yeah. all right. We love it. It was all because of our visit to the park where we went to the Marsha P. Johnson Park. Um. And we were, you know, reading over the different facts and just that. having little conversations. And she, that was so ingrained in her yes. that when it came to it, she she was, she did her little project on on Marsha P. Johnson. I thought that was really dope. I loved that. That's and one dope. of her slides was, and the P stands for paid, no mind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so good. But, yes. It was so good. That is what, you know, the kitchen table, you know, and I'm hoping, like I said, this is just the start. It's not an exhaustive list. I want to thank um, my good sis, Shay Shahara Dent is her last name. Mm-hmm. She is assistant professor of English and Women's Studies. She's also the graduate director of the Women's Leadership Program at Missouri State Okay. Um but I will I will absolutely give her credit in the in the description box but Shay teaches um she teaches a course on um black feminist thought at her institution mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she, you know, you know, was a, a great resource for me. Uh, I was able to bounce some of my ideas with her. And she, you know, shared a syllabus with me. And, you know, I was able to add those resources to, the, to our resource mm-hmm. list as well. So shout out to Shay. She's doing amazing Thank work. Thank you, Shay. Um, and, but, yeah, I'm hoping that other women, people who are much more familiar in verse than people who are out here doing this work, would add to this list, add to this conversation. Jade and I Absolutely. are going to be working on um, some stuff on this, as you know, in in the future. We want to continue these mm-hmm. conversations about Black feminism, intersectionality, all of that. Um, and I'm hoping that this resource list can be something that will co- that will live, um, you know, on in our community and continue to grow and expand to be a starting point for folks who are just looking to expand their knowledge. Um, and awareness as it relates to black feminism, womanism, et cetera. And so mm-hmm. I hope that y'all, let's not say, give me some grace, okay? You know, I'm doing my best. <laughs> no,
0: I think you I did have a job. I have worked very Thank hard. Thank you for putting together that list. <laughs> no, you did. And I was going to say that. Thank you for for putting so much effort into into the resource list. Um, Kia put a lot of work in you all, and it's a lot of different references. This is my nerdy. Uh, i just nerding range. out. Yes, and I and I think it's fantastic, which is why we need a doctor on the team. That's what I keep saying. <laughs> so I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for you and those resources. I'm really grateful for that definition between womanism and fem- feminism, because I've always said it. Feminism don't sit right with me. I'm not a feminist, mm-hmm. but I am a womanist. Yes, indeed. And I am a black feminist. Uh, yeah, really think you there should look.
1: I put it's, it. The, it's on the resource list. There's an essay um, where Alice Walker really defines womanism that i just gave a very quick abridged sort of response but if you read the essay there are loads of examples and and things that we can can draw from to really she paints a very comprehensive picture of all that womanism is and i think that that's something if you as as you That's a great, a great resource that really helps you to to hold up against your life and your practice. And you can really see the ways in which you are demonstrating these things or not holding a mirror up. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's that's one of the things that I plan to do, having all these tools and resources keeps me accountable to make sure that I am living a life that matches the values that I say that I espouse. So say that I really again. hope that we can continue to do this. And again, there's no shame here. If you don't know a lot, if you are still learning, um, there's no shame in that. We just have to combat misinformation with more information and use Absolutely. our God-given brains to consume information so that we can Ooh. reach our own conclusions instead of just I mean, when I tell you the common sense that you were Ooh. born with,
0: Jesus. Some I I'm convinced everybody's born with it and they just lose it somewhere along the way. <laughs> just tumbles right out their pockets.
1: No, but I'm serious. <laughs> we have to be we have to be diligent and just not not believe everything we read. But when we have information, we can literally scrutinize, we can interrogate. And it's yes. not for the purposes of tearing down, but for holding up, right? Yeah, you got to learn how to ask the questions. Yeah, ask the questions and really get in clarity. This is I how we- to,
0: I get to give that speech to Noah earlier
1: about mm-hmm.
0: about because she fucked up her smoothie, and I <laughs> and it was all because she was moving too quick and she wasn't letting me help her and she mm-hmm. tasted it and she goes, "Well, I guess I wasted strawberries and a banana for nothing." And I said, "The next time, mm-hmm. you'll listen to me so mm-hmm. that you can learn how to do it properly yourself." I was like, "This strength." And listening absolutely. as opposed to acting like, you know, everything I was like, absolutely. that is that is actually strength. It may be portrayed as a weakness, but it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. I was like, never be afraid to let somebody who knows what they're doing and that you trust show you yes. how to do something so that you know how to do it for yourself in yes. the way that you want to do it. So, yes.
1: And creating safe spaces that are compassionate when we need, when we learn hard lessons and when absolutely. we make mistakes. You know, Absolutely. it's no shame in taking the L. We all have to do it. But I think that right. this is what this is all about. And I love it and I love it. And I think that we should we should call this episode the color purple.
0: Let's that's it. let me put it right now in the
1: notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right y'all now, check out the resource know. list, comment, let us know, you know, and I would love if you want to add to it, let's do it. Let's make this pop. Let's make this a getting grown black feminism syllabus. Um, And I want to make this a thing.
0: Oh, my bad. I got a DM um, from somebody, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm bad. I'll see him, and I'll just forget to respond. (laughs) Um, And she was like, why was the episode called Daddy Whistle Will? That is the very first lyrics on uh, I think Legacy from the 444 album. Uh-huh. And it's Blue's voice asking yep. Jay-Z, "Daddy, what's a will?" Mm-hmm. So, that is why that was the title of that episode for me.
1: Very good.
0: Very good. Come on. I Just love like that the color purple. The I color love purple. that.
1: Come on, Done. Alice Walker, doesn't that doesn't that given that given given that definition of womanism? And given that uh, analogy that Alice Walker used to compare womanism and feminism, doesn't that mm-hmm. like change how we think about the movie *The Color Purple*? Well, it, yes. And I thought about that and I thought about that through the complexities of
0: the relationship, the different relationships, yes, the relationship between Celie and Nettie, the relationship yes. between Suge and yes. Celie, the different just the different threads and the mm-hmm. different tones and the nuances mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of. Of us as Black women and our relationships and how we exist Absolutely. and how we learn ourselves and understand ourselves mm-hmm. and really become our full selves through the the lens and the mirrors of other Black women, and so I think it's beautiful and I love the and I love the fact that um, you spoke about Alice Walker using womanism and how this can be a mirror for us because let me tell you. I was like the originating cis- womanism. She hetero mm-hmm. women. My cis hetero, and a lot of us cis hetero black women. We have to do better with making sure that we are inclusive with, and actually practice the act of womanism by making sure that when we speak about our struggles and we recognize our own struggles, we are recognizing the struggles of every body who identifies as a black woman and or Queer person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that is such an important and 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 I've become so much more educated, you Same. know, as time has gone on and understanding the struggles. I when I talked to you about um the documentary earlier, mm-hmm. that was such a beautiful picture of uh the role that that trans women have played in the film industry Mm -hmm. and the history of that and how there's just there's so much lost um and that that we don't try to understand Mm -hmm. and we really need to hold a mirror up to ourselves and make sure that when we are speaking about this that we are not doing what white women have done to us absolutely that because we're all everybody. Yes,
1: we're all swimming in this water, like we said absolutely. last week. Like, you know, white supremacy is not the shark, it's the water. We've all it's been swimming water. in it all of our lives and as you know, and I mean not even on purpose. It's gotten into us. Absolutely. And so we have to be we have to be diligent um about uh, and thinking about the ways in which we are not perpetuating it. we are yeah, trying to don't change I don't the see
0: color the don't yeah. I don't see color just the the, the you know everything because you, you need to yeah in order to problem. be able to recognize the changes that need to be made for sure so um, I thank you so much for bringing this conversation to the table um, thank I kill there will be a link in the description box that provides the resource material mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. Um, as well as you know some of those that have been mentioned throughout the episode Oh yeah, um, and we hope again that this is just a starter conversation because sure. this is not something that needs to be discussed on one day in one month. This is ongoing because there is an entire system that needs to be dismantled, burn it down. <laughs> so, um, with not that your bra. Being said, keep
1: that. Burn
0: the system. <laughs> keep down. your bra, please. Don't please, burn okay? your bra. And as Kia said, make sure. As a matter of fact, I need to tighten up my own strings. <laughs>
1: Same. <laughs> tighten up your straps. make sure you
0: tighten up those bra straps absolutely okay um we are not going to have an honesty box this week but continue to send your honesty box questions to Podcast at gmail.com and we're going to slide right on into this self-care
1: slide i want to take a moment to talk about something that we care about a functioning democracy maybe you've noticed this too but there's been a lot of bad news on that front recently I know it can be tempting to just tune it all out, honey, because, you know, we need a break. But it's really Mm. important that we stay engaged. The good news is that there are tangible ways that we can all help to fix things. Here's one way. A bunch of us in the podcast community have partnered with Represent Us, a nonpartisan organization to spread the word about efforts to protect our elections and pass laws that will make our government truly of and of, by and for the people. We're doing this because America faces urgent anti-democratic threats. Literally 19 states have passed laws uh, just last year that make it harder
0: to just vote. And election workers are quitting in droves because of threats and harassments. There's a coordinated campaign to put people in charge of our elections who don't believe in democracy. But there are things that we can do together to ensure free and fair elections. If you care about the state of our democracy like we do, It's time for all of us, independents, progressives, and conservatives, to put country over party and take a stand. Head to represent.us slash podcast to learn more. That's represent.us slash podcast. All right, it is time for our self-care. And I spoke to Kia a little bit about this earlier It's not a conventional self-care. I think I say that all the time, so I need to stop saying that. But, you know, even just to piggyback off of our kitchen table talk, and especially towards the end where we talked about holding mirrors up uh, in order for us to not only just hold ourselves accountable, but just, like, understand things better and make adjustments, um, I... Have really, you know, I've been doing a lot of work with therapy and journaling and so forth and so on. And I'm recognizing um, different instances where my delivery needs to change in order for me to get a result of being heard. Mm-hmm. And so that's not all the time, because let me tell you, <laughs> to, I they... The, you know, the mask policy is done, and we'll talk a little bit of, more about that in a minute. Oh, wow. But nice. the mask policy is done, and I did have three white men who tried to come up in our classroom today with no mask on, just breathing and ha 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 all over the place. Oh, man, they man. got to the door jam, and <laughs> without hesitation, I barked like the motherfucking pit bull of the class. Get the fuck out of here if you're not going to put a mask on your face. You see everybody in here with a goddamn mask on. Don't come in here being disrespectful. It's times like that where, you know, the tone is necessary. But there are other times where even in dealing with loved ones that I recognize, I'm like, okay, if I can just adjust my delivery in this this particular instance to get my point across, because my point is still my point. It, it will be heard in a much more palatable way, right? Or hopefully that's the result. So mm-hmm. that's my self-care this week. That's yes. my mirror this week. That's what I'm actively working on. Um, it doesn't apply to that cab driver I told y'all about a couple <laughs> weeks ago. It doesn't apply to any of... The two white boys I cussed out at, at school. It's not those types of instances. It is other instances where, you know, you dealing with you dealing with the people that you love and so you want to deal with them with tenderness and love. For sure. Um, you know, and when you know, when you when you might not the most tender nigga, sometimes you need <laughs> a little help. <laughs> you need somebody to wrap some saran wrap around you. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And just kind of knock your ass into some softness. So All right. That's okay. Though. I appreciate
1: it. Like we said, What's yourself, when we were talking <laughs> earlier. Says like we said, you know, in, in the moments where we are still sort of finding our way through this, God is so good that He will connect us to people who are Let me tell you something. You know, bring balance to the situation because there are times when Jay got to balance me, and it's time oh, yeah. I got to balance her. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is Ooh. it is so funny how it works because we don't talk about it. Yeah. It's not planned. But when I tell you, like, we, <laughs> yes, we joke, we laugh, and it is very much Team TTG over here. Like, Train. But go. on the same token, <laughs> when we got in a goal yes. and we have a mutual goal, mm-hmm. there are times when my patience is like, cut the shit. And <laughs> Kia's like, so let me just intervene. <laughs> so that you know we have a productive meeting yeah you know what i'm saying and then there are times the kids like i can't motherfucking i will not and i'm like it's all good hey uh-huh. such and such
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know there what I'm are and we, it's a beautiful balance it's a partnership that's what partnership <laughs> is all about okay <laughs> we just you know we got to compliment each other and that's what it's all about so that's what's up and i love to hear that um I also, before I go into my black women's self care, I was able to look it up and I was wrong. Shay, Dr. Dency is an assistant professor of English and women's studies at the Mississippi University for Women. Oh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yes, you got the M's confused. I did. Yeah. Mississippi University right. for Women. Um, okay. Awesome, dope sister doing great work in gender studies and hip hop feminism. Dope. We love you, Shay. Don't Thanks feel bad. And help. anybody
0: who got in, don't feel bad, sis, because let me tell you something. You First of all, you introduce her as Shay, because that's your homegirl. Yes. Like, sometimes a nigga come to me and be like, what, what does Monique do? do? I don't know, I don't nigga, know. but she just moved to London, and she <laughs> is an executive <laughs> nigga, and she yes. is paid, Period. bitch. Like, She's you know what anything, I'm saying? Anything, so I'm, okay? <laughs> I may not be able to go through the ins and outs of my homegirls, what to the look fuck they up. do. There's so many of the Kia same. I give the same description of Kia to everybody. Mm-hmm. She is studying higher education <laughs> for Black children. Yeah, I mean, fantastic policy change. <laughs> policy change. <laughs> Woo! So don't feel bad. Listen. You got it together, and we're gonna put the information in the description yes. box. Period. And I knew
1: that Shay was the person I needed to call, and I I just couldn't think of where where she was. But yes, thank that's you. all right. Thank you for giving me some some grace right there. My self care. Yes, okay. please. I have gotten myself a nutrition coach. Okay. you Oh, you're really on this path to like... I am working. <laughs> I'm working very hard. Okay. Um, trying to, to make better choices. And so given our conversations that we've been having right here on Getting Grown, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and Dr. Rugless, you know, just sort of helping me to really come to terms with the fact that you know, bigger than just h- healthy eating and exercise itself, it is the way we have relationship with these it's things the that really makes yeah. the difference. And so as I'm trying to repair mm-hmm. my relationship with eating and food and sort of combat all of the years of my childhood that I was, you know, forced to be on diets and, you know, all of that, um, I want to yeah. really... Work with someone who can tell me, tell me, you know, what my body needs in order to Mm -hmm. function. Like a trained professional who could tell me, Mm -hmm. I mean, thinking about food as fuel, um, but thinking about, you know, how many calories, because you know, you read things. I feel like I've gotten all kinds of tips and tricks from people. Mm -hmm. Uh, How many calories is a person my size, my stature supposed to be eating? What it mm-hmm. like, you know, if I if I need to, you know, develop a deficit so that I can lose some weight, what is a healthy range for that deficit that will still make sure that I'm getting the right amount of nu- nutrients and nutrition? All, Which of, is that, you all of that. That's why you got to find a reputable matters. nutritionist. That's because... why you have to find a professional. And so I really want, and not somebody who can just sort of, you know, that's going to just sort of, you know, look at my BMI and tell me things. But people just who are. Not a bitch at the <laughs> hospital who's going to tell you, oh, <laughs> right. you're pregnant.
0: Well, according to your height and weight, you should only gain 12 pounds. Kiss right. My. Yeah,
1: like, nobody got time for that. I really want. <laughs> I, I, you know, did some research, got some, got a good recommendation from my, from my good friend, Des, who's been working with this, this person. And, you know, she told me right off the bat, like she was very candid. And one of the things that I loved about her, she was like, my focus is on helping clients incorporate realistic nutrition patterns that are regimented, but not restrictive. There will be no carb vilification, juice cleanses or fast just moderation and education on how and what to eat to achieve your goals. And so, so if
0: on a random Saturday, <clears throat> you want some hot wings. Yes. You don't feel. And no that's what about she told me. Them. So like
1: I, in a, in, a, in a, in our sort of consultation process, she has me working on developing a, a food log, um, and in an intake form. That's really mm-hmm. tracking what I eat. And, you know, she told me like to tell the truth. So if you ate a bag of gummy worms, put that on there because this is not mm-hmm. about me telling you never to eat gummy worms again. This is just me telling you how to incorporate what like you maybe like. You have a half a cup of gummy worms. Yeah, the whole bag. or like you know, if you do end up eating a whole bag, that don't mean that you know you have you know shot everything to hell. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe there are some other adjustments that you can make to sort of balance that out. And so oh, I'm just now getting started, um, you know, with her. We, we are very early on in this process. So I'm going to try to keep you guys updated and informed Please. with how things are going. But that's where we are. And it's like, again, you know, this is about me recognizing I'm, I'm 39 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the size and weight that I was when I was 29. And being okay with that. But yep. I want to make sure that if I'm working out, that I'm eating in ways that match my effort so that Absolutely. I can have the body that I, you know, would like to have. And it's not about shaming the body that I currently have, but just sort of learning what how to, how to care for my body in the ways that mm-hmm. it needs to be cared for.
0: I love that. I think that sounds very balanced and healthy, but what the hell do I know? Well, we have been so positive this whole episode. I think it's time to get a little chaotic and head into these petty peeves. What say you?
1: Okay,
0: let's do
1: it. Go ahead. (laughs) Let this thing in here
0: and i want to be very responsible of the things i say to my sister because everybody know i
1: can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y honey all Uh, right uh, as i stated during the trash my petty peeve deals with this current wave of substance abuse in our, in our culture. Yeah,
0: I'm so curious,
1: actually. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. And I'm pleased. Well, this is just... I mean, it's really petty because this is what we're here to do. Okay. But I am just... You, you people are just cooking down all of this, the, the, the cold medicine and mouthwash because all oh. of it is under lock and key down to the oh Walgreens, no. <laughs> And I am so annoyed that, uh, that, a uh, that, uh, I can't even get Melissa Ray.
0: Wait, 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 wait. How do you know that's what's happening?
1: Because I asked the man, I said, let me tell you the man I had to went down to the CBS Needed to pick up some Listerine. I was in there to get my prescription. So I said, let me go in there and get me some mouthwash. It was in the cabinet under lock and key. And I had to find the manager to get me the Listerine. And I said, sir, I don't mean to trouble you. <laughs> but can you explain to me why on earth you can't even have the scope out on the counter? He said, young lady, the children is coming in here and buying up all of this stuff and cooking it down, and making drugs. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And I, I know said, about
0: cold medicine. I said, what? He Listerine. was like, no,
1: but there are ways. I mean, this is something that the meth addicts, I mean, there, there are ways that these people get into their homes and be Dexter's Laboratory and these common household items Excuse and me. making, manufacturing control substances and evidently the the there's like all kinds of normal over-the-counter things that pharmacies are now being required to lock up and track who is buying how many because this has become a national issue And so my petty peeve was just exhaustion that the girls, I can't even get no mouthwash and no Tylenol cold and sinus without getting a manager. And I'm sick of it. That's really all.
0: Wait a minute, not this article in the Baltimore Sun. Go away, Baltimore Sun. Go away, I want to read this. These people said that their son you have got to get the fuck out of here. Their, they were at a standoff with their son during his eight-day visit over the holidays because he used three and a half, one and a half liter bottles of Listerine
1: <laughs> because what he was he was doing something. He was Dexter's laboratory. In, <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Mixing up all kinds of cold medicine and vitamins and stuff snorting y'all can't do nothing with
0: my activated charcoal mouthwash so good
1: luck (laughs) well i don't advise listen that's one thing i don't advise you snort up your nose but uh, no Unless you're trying to, I don't know, and I'm saying I could be nostrils. wrong. I don't know, but this is just what the manager down to the Walgreens told Listen, me. Listen, if the kids were eating Tide Pods, this is this, what I'm saying. This, this makes
0: so much more sense. This is what I'm saying. Honest.
1: It's that kind of wave. It's that kind of vibe. The people when they can't get their hands on the real stuff, they will just out here be out here making the way down to the Target. The Tide Pods
0: were it. crazier than fucking Listerine. At least you know I can understand that alcohol content. People out here mixing the Listerine
1: with bleach and stuff and making...
0: Let me tell you something, because in jail, these <laughs> niggas is getting drunk off of Kool-Aid and hand sanitizer. Let me tell you. What? Yeah. yeah I'm dead ass. <laughs> I'm so serious.
1: Oh, that just made my whole liver twitch.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Is they getting drunk off of hand sanitizer and kool-aid
1: i don't want them to be drinking that
0: (laughs) yeah or they make these drugs called whippets but you all go do your own research let's move on what Um, is your petty
1: peeve because i'm getting i have
0: two actually i have two go ahead Um, so this morning oh my god because so this so you know my mornings i have just made a self-care to myself that I'm going to take this cab because I can't fool with the train right now. I just can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. So my mornings are pretty. I get in the cab. I get to just kind of chill out for half an hour, listen to my music. You know, sometimes I get a nice cab driver. We have a beautiful conversation. But this morning, I got an angsty
1: Jamaican.
0: Oh. Boy. And that nigga talked so much I mean when I tell you he was telling me we had gotten to one corner and this nigga was like and this is where I got pulled over because and I was like okay all right. I don't want to hear about your woes behind the wheel no more like I'm like this is really like shitting on my vibe this morning my nigga so you know I'm trying to give him hints and clues you know what I'm saying that I yeah I'm like yeah I hear what you're saying I'm about to put my headphones and he keeps talking to me so finally I had to flat out lie I say it yes I lied I said, I have a Zoom call. I gotta get on. I was like, so I won't be able to respond to you anymore. Like because everything I did, including full out ignoring this nigga, did not stop this nigga from talking to me. Do you know saying a Zoom call? I was on a Zoom call. Did not stop this nigga he was from still talking. talking. My lord, he was talking. And when I and he was angsty the whole ride. So he's honking his horn at people, but it's like during times you don't need to honk your, he's honking at niggas in the tunnel. I'm like, why are you honking at niggas in the tunnel? They're not even going slow. Like he is just doing the most behind this wheel. And he stressed me out and he kept talking after I said, he's cussing niggas out and honking horns while I am on my fake zoom call.
1: We need like a taxi cab. We need like a taxi cab chronicles from you.
0: We do because I have some great cab drivers, but when I tell you I got so then, so then my second petty peeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he ru- he messed up my morning commute. So I'm like, no, I'm still gonna. I forgot my thermos this morning, so I said, that's all right. I'm gonna just stop in the coffee shop on my way. You know, upstairs or whatever. So I go into the coffee shop. I'll just get my coffee from there. So I go in and i forgot that they lifted the mask mandate. Oh dear. So it's just yuppies breathing <laughs> their free breath all Boy, over everything. You I'm breathe afraid. it on the straws, you bring it breathing on the napkins, you breathe it on the register, you breathing on me bitch. Like mm-hmm. i just was peeved and i had to take a second and say, "Jade, you live in a world that you cannot control and you can't do nothing about this and as shit continues to lift and niggas continue to act like as soon as it's lifted that nothing can actually happen then you're gonna stress yourself out all you can do is control yourself so i had to i just had to take a second and and just recognize that all i can do that didn't stop me from cussing them white men out though upstairs for trying to come up in that classroom with no mask on because what i can control i will
1: and Here. that is the bottom, <laughs> line.
0: <laughs> bottom line and that is another episode of getting grown thank, y'all thank, y'all thank so you much. so much
1: we had such a good time today Hanging out with you guys. It's been amazing as always. Thank you guys so much for always showing up to the kitchen table. um, Checking in with Jade and I and joining our conversation. We just love it. And we love you.
0: We do. We love
1: you all so much. Yes. Continue to stay tuned. Getting grown is up to things. We are. We are on the heels of a birthday. (sighs) and you know we just birthday our birthday
0: oh shit oh yes getting grown (laughs) i'm thinking about a human i'm like oh my god it's not your birthday kia and it's not mine yeah it's the weed so sorry yes getting grown (laughs) is turning
1: five years
0: old at the end of this month
1: we are and we're excited and thinking of ways to celebrate but stay tuned because we're working on lots of different things we're thinking about how we can continue to grow um, and we're excited. Thank you for being a yes. part of our tribe. Tell them what, yes. what to do, sis. Close us on out. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, since we're coming up on the hills of an anniversary, the very first thing that you can do is ignore Tyrese continuously. Yes! Uh,
1: <laughs> because, Even though he just lost his mom and we are praying Oh, for him. I didn't know that. I'm so yeah. sorry. Damn, timing is awful. <laughs> Shit. Well, He I didn't, lost well, his mom a couple, a couple of weeks ago. I'm so sorry
0: about that. Um, well, <laughs> wow, Jade, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you didn't know. No, I didn't. That was really one of those moments, you know, the moments where you like be, you know, y'all be ripping on each other, yeah, we roasted each other, and a nigga be like, know. My mom, you my mom know. died, and you're like, Oh man, like, I can't continue <laughs> on with this, <laughs> but you no, know. okay, all right, mind the business that pays you, yes, please. That's your business and your business alone. And somebody else's business does not what? (laughs) Pay you. you. Make sure you drink that water so that you can keep that body moisturized inside. Okay? Because what's a body yaddy yaddy if it's dry from the inside out? Trash. And speaking of inside out out mm-hmm. make sure you are thoroughly moisturizing that body from head to toe i'm talking about the scalp
1: mm-hmm. down
0: to your cuticles down to all
1: right down to
0: very very important very important why is this?
1: because your black will crack if it's dry especially your hands we don't yeah. want you out here looking like you got the hands of of truth okay grandma as fingers. you are washing mm-hmm. your hands mm-hmm. be intentional Grandma's about carrying you something with you that will keep mm-hmm. you moisturized okay because listen i Grandma's we can we we be looking young and supple in the mm-hmm. face but them hands are tell all your business now okay don't say mm-hmm. we didn't mm-hmm. warn you love y'all mm-hmm. bye-bye mm-hmm. Mm-hmm grandma's day, hands
0: <laughs> I was giving you see how I gave you undertone music I mean she was giving us didn't she give us
1: like some credits music <laughs> go ahead oh man <laughs> <laughs>